Hello, I welcome you all to the first ever episode of Escaping the Matrix. I'm joined here by... Cole. Allie. Hudson. And a surprise guest... Ajin. Ajin. I'll be your host, Miriani. As you can tell from the title, we will be talking and discussing about how you, a high school graduate, can escape the matrix imposed by modern day economics. I want to start off by saying that whether you view money as a priority or not, it's important to have but know how to manage it. Money is like water, sometimes you might not need to drink it, but when you're required, it's life or death. Now I'd like to get your guys' thoughts on money and how you view it. Hudson, do you want to start us off on how you view money? Uh, a broken system that's going downhill. <laughs> Go ahead and jump into it, I guess. Um, our economy is heading down the drain. Uh, every day we go, our money's getting more and worse, especially in Canada. We keep printing up more, and we can't really use it. When people see money, they think of cash, they think of holding cash. Well, it's not really the way today's world holding cash depreciates. You actually lose money saving cash and putting your money in the bank. So, I, I don't, every time I hear money, it's no longer save up your cash and buy something and put your money somewhere where it's going to grow instead of trying to beat that. That lost the economic decline. Fight the inflation man. Exactly. Invest in paintings. Mm. That's like to invest in paintings. Yeah. We're just really steady cryptocurrency. Yeah. I wonder like just barely increased and you can oh, stay. Oh no, if I trust cryptocurrency anymore. Crypto's still a little bit tuned. Like I don't trust crypto as much as I'd rather trust like a steady stock. I invested in like every single type of crypto and then it all went down. But it was on like a an app where I wasn't actually investing money, it was just like a hobby oh, where I played yeah. around. So I personally keep all the money I save in the stock market. I sometimes I lose, sometimes I win. But uh, it's it's one of the ways to like keep keep the keep it from depreciating and not being worth as much as put it in the stock market. It's also one of the safer ways to tend what you invest in. But for that time you lost eight hundred dollars. <laughs> I also won a thousand dollars, but that's how the stock market goes. Like you yeah. can't, you can't look at it like every single day and then see how much you're making, because uh, the stock market goes up and down. But like to bring it back, I was like wondering, like if you view as like money as a priority, that that was uh, more of the question. Is like if you view it as a priority or not in your life. Well, it depends how you live because everybody needs money to a degree. Like, you can't, no matter how much we want to, we can't ever support everything. Even people who grow their own food and uh, solar power and all that, they still need money to do day-to-day things. You can't, you can't, well, some people can, but I'd call it a little bit risky to, like, create your own gas and stuff like that. Like, it's, it's a necessary thing. It's just too bad that we all have to rely on it so heavily. I don't know. I just, yeah. I mean, it's a broken system. We yeah. need yeah, back to like that crypto thing though. Like if they're investing <laughs> in stocks, like there's always ups and downs. Well, I feel like the best investors are people who learn how to like deal with the with the lows, you know, because they learn to. Okay, you know, uh, Ali, well, can I get your thoughts uh, on how how you view money in general? Like, uh, if you like it more savings, or if you don't view it as a priority in your life, or. Yeah, I definitely think it is something that that's worth saving because obviously you'll need it especially at the age that we're at right now you know we have a lot of things that we're starting to pay for like 
you know, car insurance, um, gas, saving it for maybe school if that's an option for us. Um, I do, however, think money is like something that you kind of work for pointlessly though, because it used to be like they would print money based on an exchange of gold, so it was actually worth something. Like, but now like the um, it's just being printed out like I don't know millions of dollars per second. And it's like not worth anything. Like, they're just making it, but we spend like say an hour only worth like a fraction of what this system could make. You know what I mean? So if they're printing out something that's worth nothing, um, and then we're just working for it, like I, I just think it's kind of sad that you spend your life like working for something that ultimately means nothing, but somehow does at the same time. So we do end up like working for it for a really long time. And I do think we have to save it, unfortunately, but it takes like a lot of work. Um, but definitely should be saved at the end of the day for, you know, your future and your life and stuff, but... Do you have anything to add, or...? Lost uh, your question again? The question was, like, how do you view money? Like, I, I remember you saying uh, to me that you don't view money as a priority in your life, and you choose something else. No. I think money is more like... Money is... You need money to live, right? Mm -hmm. but sometimes it can cost you life. Mm -hmm. Like, all your priorities are money, then you're just going to focus on making the money. And your life just depends on money because you, all you do with your life is just try to make more money and more money. And you might just miss uh, so many things in life. So you're saying like money is not really the priority, it's like good to have, but like there's so much more important things to have than money. Right? I think the other side of that is. You need money to not have to worry about money. Because yeah. not prioritizing on money is such a great thing, and everybody would love to not prioritize, but as soon as you don't prioritize money, and then you either get married, or you have kids, or even just your own day-to-day -day living, you need money to do that. So no matter how much we all want to say, I cannot focus on money, we all focus on money. Yeah. But we are trapped in the cycle of making money to spend it. And all we do is have it going in and out, and it's just, no matter how much it would be great to not have to worry about money and yeah, going off the grid and farming your own food and all that would be great, but there's still, you're always dependent on something and you can never really get around it, sadly. Yeah, I feel like the ultimate goal in life is pretty much just to be happy, but then the greatest, the best tool to be happy is ultimately just financial freedom and that's why money is so important. But it's, it's dumb because money, like, it has no value. It only has value because we give it value. Like, it doesn't really exist. Like, money is all going online these days. You know, one day there might not even be, like, a form of cash. It's all just online. And it's basically just, like, this idea that... It's it a transaction of numbers online. Yeah, pretty it's much. It's not even... Your value is determined by a number of your bank account. So mm -hmm. no longer, it's no longer physical gold, physical cash. It's... Hey, your bank account says so and so much money, that's how much you're worth. There is no earned physical item anymore. Cash is a thing of the past. We still all use it, don't get me wrong, there's still cash around, but it's going to be a thing of the past. Yeah. yeah. Now, to bring it back, I'd like to ask another question. What, what do you think is the best way to make money for someone who just got out of high school? and wants to make some money before they go to university or for a person who's taking a gap year because we can spend all the time we want talking about what is money, how we view it, but how do we actually make it? 
Cole, do you want to... Alright, uh, sure. I mean, there's many different ways of making money. I feel like the most obvious one is just to get, like, a job, you know? But then there's always all these kids on, like, TikTok and Instagram seeing all these different ways of making money, whether it's legit or not, like, drop shipping, buying stuff off Alibaba, like, selling it on Amazon, drop shipping stuff, investing in stocks, like, investing your money to, like, fight the inflation or whatever. But, honestly, um... I don't know how realistic that is for uh, most people to go out, be that ambitious to try all these things. But of course, like if you get really into it and deep into it, then um, you, you could make good money off of just, I don't know, say something like dropshipping or making it on a website and selling stuff. But I think that's the most uh, likely outcome for uh, high schoolers to make money after the school is just to get a job. Basically, how time jobs. Hey, Yeah, like Cole said, you can be ambitious and you can try go for your own thing. I think the best thing, or the thing we all forget, and needs to be more brought up as a side hustle, uh, you can work your 9 to 5 all you want. I, I like to, the way I want to base, because I don't want to plan on going to school, and I plan on, at least at the start, I call it my 9 to 5 and my 5 to 9. So you have your, your regular job, it's, making, it's paying your bills, paying your rent, keeping you afloat. And then you have your money makers. On the side, all of your money maybe goes into savings accounts or different uh, other opportunities to grow that money, whether it's stocks or anything else. But uh, your 9 to 5, like I said, daily jobs. And then find a side hustle, whether it be like Cole said, whether you try out drop shipping, whether you try out buying things and selling them at a higher price. Like it's really whatever you're passionate about. Some people make stuff and sell it off on eBay. Like it's, it really depends on who you are and what kind of, which way you want to take. But I think that's the best way to to get ahead of it because when you have that outlet and that source of money coming in and nothing's touching it, it's the best way to make it. If you're not relying on it and you can put it aside confidently and you have a safety net of your nine to five, why not use it? Like it's, it's all it takes is your time. Yeah. I feel like another thing to mention with that is like side hustles, they can obviously be a very great, great source of income, but I feel like uh, a big thing discouraging a lot of people from trying all these out is because people like to see instant results and with like certain side hustles you never want to see certain results so it's always the people who learn to deal and cope with like the lows they're going to always succeed and see long-term success and results i think the other thing mm-hmm. is, sorry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um we have a society of very lazy people um i'm in a room luckily with people who are very determined and have a drive but that is not common uh, there's a lot of people who are just too happy to get out of school, work a part-time job, make it their full-time job, work their way up the ladder to mediocre life, and they're okay with that, which is a, is a mentality that it, it, it works, but we're seeing it too much to the point where we're not seeing, uh, we're seeing the big people get bigger, obviously, but there's no new innovation coming up. Everybody's kind of graduating out of it, and there's no new class coming up behind it. So it's, well... When you work, when there's so many lazy people in the world, it really is the time to grab a side hustle or grab, start your own business to do, to do something that takes effort because nobody else is showing you. When you show effort when nobody else is, you stand out. You're the only business that comes out of this school in the next year or in this class, whatever. If you're one of three businesses that comes out of the class, well, that's better than one of ten in the class before. It's like people are getting lazier and lazier as we go because all they see is these people who make a video every day and post it and then they get the money out of it as opposed to going to work every day, doing the best they can, starting their own business and thriving on their own. I just feel like we need to take this attitude of I'll coast through life and we need to really start putting in the work again as our ancestors did to get us here. 
because at this point, a lot of people are going to end up going down. The economy is going to go down, and so poverty levels are going to rise, and people don't have the drive to do anything. Yeah. Uh, one of the one people in the finance sector and economics says, like over time, we are going to lose the middle class. There won't be any more middle class. It'll just be the workers and the boss. And we got uh, people who strive. Uh, and put in the work, they're going to be the bosses. And the people as workers, they're just going to be happy as workers, working their whole lives. You know, uh, we have so much instant gratification, like everywhere. People are just too much hyped up on dopamine that they don't have the drive anymore. Uh, like, for example, in men, testosterone levels have dropped significantly. Like. The drive is slowly uh, fading away from all this, like, dopamine, in my opinion, and it's just so bad for everyone. Well, it's not benefiting, nobody has the drive to do anything. And it also, like, like, it stems from being a kid, like, when you're told, oh, it's okay, participation trophies are okay, yeah, that's great for when you're little, but you need to grow up with that drive to accomplish something. If you're told every single failure you do is the best thing you've done, Really Don't get me wrong, failures are good, but not for that reason. You need to fail as a point of learning. You screwed up to making it better. Absolutely right. Failure is for learning, not not for people to clap hands and say, you did a good job. No, people should tell you, you did bad, and you need to fix that. But right. here's how. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need, that, you need to fail to learn. But everybody accomplishing everything they try, nobody has to really try for anything. Can I get your thoughts on this guy? Yeah, um, I think when you're preparing for university or you're taking a gap year or saving up for anything, especially like at our age now, like a teenager, I think obviously the most common ways to get, you know, part-time job, full-time job, just kind of easily save money like that. Like obviously that's the most basic and I would say maybe effective way. Um, but I think there are a lot of other, I completely agree with like what Hudson was saying and um, that there are a lot of like side hustles that you can do. Like even a really common thing right now, which um, is like, you know, making TikTok videos. You can make income off that, it depends on your popularity, but um, you know, like uh, drop shipping, uh, stocks, um, and yeah, there's a lot of things you can do. Not sure how like definite it's gonna be for money income, but I think one of the most like creative ways, like what you were talking about, how it's just like super basic, everyone's kind of doing their job. Um, and we don't really have creativity or innovation anymore, I think to maybe like help that, if you took one of your hobbies or something like that and you found a way to make money off of it. If you love making music, make music, post it to, I don't know, SoundCloud, see what happens. If you're giving like video gaming, maybe like stream that. Um, if, you, if you're consistent with that, you can easily get a viewing, um, make money off that. Um, one of my friends, like super into cars, like he wants to um, start importing them from like another country and then just, he loves fixing them. So if he imported them really cheap, fixed them up and he can sell them for so much more once they're like top, more stand, like higher standards. Uh, it's just, I think it's about taking your hobby, something that you do on the side anyway, and just kind of finding a way to make money off of it. Something that will maybe work while you're working, you know, like that could be even stocks too. A lot of effective ways, creative ways too, but definitely like side hustles on top of your job, I would say. Because jobs like make it like a steady income, and then other things possible, side income. The best thing I've heard is green big reasonably. Mm-hmm. You, uh, the saying you can do anything is great when you're a kid, everybody wants to hear that. When you get older, it's not to crush people, but it's to 
to bring them into a more narrow idea of what you can do. Because as you're really, oh, I want to be a musician, I want to be an actor. That's all great. But if you're, and don't get me wrong, some people need to try and push and them, they will make it. But for the average population who's in grade, out of high school already, they'll try to make it as an actor and ends up working a, a sad nine to five the rest of their life. Like we need to pursue your dreams if it's your dream. If you think you can do it, pursue it, all heart. But if you're half ass at it, you're screwing yourself later on. If it's, it's the sad part is you need to let go of those those out of reach dreams need to come for something that's maybe gonna bless you way more than what you thought when than what your other dream was. But you need to also prioritize that. You need to make sure that you are you're thinking reasonably because going out to be an actor but wanting a family in two years time is not reasonable to do homeless basically because you have to have that re- reasonability about it. You can't just no matter how much the world is, we can do whatever we want in this world, we can't. And the sad part is you have to re- recognize that before you can we can really take advantage of what you can do. Uh, so unfortunately, one of our guests' husband has to leave early, but before you leave, uh, talking about uh, how to make money is always fun, and, uh, but then comes uh, down to the boring part of having to save some. What are some good possible ways to do that? Like, I solemnly believe that just having money in my bank account is one of the worst ways to save money because always in the back of my head I think, oh yeah, I got money to spend on whatever and sooner or later I end up draining it. But the way I save the, my money is I take half of the money I receive and I put it into Wealth Simple, which is a place where I can buy and sell stocks. And by doing this, not only am I saving money and making it harder for myself to spend that money, but I'm also potentially making more money. Now, I'd love to hear how you guys save your money. Um, yeah, I do agree uh, for same and different reasons. I agree keeping your money in the bank is dangerous. It's just too easy to tap that money away. Meaning it's too easy to spend money nowadays. Um, yes, there's accounts you can get that keep you above inflation. You can have interest on it. It can work for you, but the majority of accounts depreciate every year. Uh, 100 bucks one year is going to be 98 bucks the next year, which is going to be 94 bucks the next year, which is, I'm not probably wrong, but it's going to depreciate by whatever it is, 2-3% every year just with the economy. And so you're losing money keeping your money in an account. Um, the best way to do it is keeping it somewhere on that, that keeps above inflation because, or deflation, sorry, is 2-3% is every year. If you can keep something that stays above 3%, you're already even and possibly making money so anything like stocks to crypto now I don't know crypto as well but I work with a guy full-time this summer he fully believes he takes uh, 80% of his check every check and he puts it right into crypto because that's his bank account so he does it in three settings you have your high risk your medium risk and your low risk your low risk is like the savings account you have it so it's steadily inclined maybe drops up and down but it doesn't do any big dips or rises that's your savings account your money is safe in there it stays above inflation but it's, it's safe in there. Then you have your medium risk, and then you go to your high risk. This is where you put a little bit of spending money. You try to make a couple extra bucks here. And that's how he that's how he saves and makes extra money on the side through that. Uh, the other thing I like about uh, cryptocurrencies and stuff like that, which is why I like to get into it, is when, I think it was the Palestinian takeover, or whatever happened in Israel there. Sorry, I can't quite remember all the details. But when you froze everybody's bank accounts, the people who thrive were people who are in crypto because the government had no control over crypto. 
So as soon as that hit, they took it. They could take everything they had in crypto and they could put it into money. And so instead of being broke, poor, homeless, no food on the side of the road, they still had money to worry about support their families. So I think having a diversity between stocks, crypto, call it the same, call it different. I prefer to look at them as different. Stocks, crypto, and bank accounts. I feel like you should have a healthy balance, but I feel like needing all three are necessary to properly save money. It's the only way to stay above losing money and still have a safety net. Yeah, I think that that's a really smart where you uh, invest in multiple places because you don't want to invest all your money in just one stock. Because if you if it goes down, all your money's gone. But personally, how I save money, I don't. All I do is I put my money in a bank account. I don't really do anything else with that. But obviously, you know, inflation is always going to beat the interest I receive from putting my money in a bank. And I feel like the the best ways. I know some people like to who don't like uh, investing in stocks themselves. Like it's really too much pressure. They go see brokerages to uh, give options for low risk kind of like uh, stocks. So you give your money to a brokerage, they just invest in a stock for you, and you slowly make money over time. And, yeah. I think a brokerage is the best way to when you have a bit of money, put it there, and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, because it's safe. It's safe. Yeah. It's, it's it's safe as in a way of they know what they're doing. They're still a risk. Yeah. Obviously, they can lose all your money. You can put it in a steady account all you want. There's never a guarantee that steady account is going to drop off. Yeah. I like, think who knows in years where gas is going to be? But yeah, but it's one of those things where a brokerage is great because now your money's there and worry free. You put a safe amount of money there, and if you're if you're wealthy, that's a great way to keep your money healthy and still grow. Yeah. It's it's a it's a carefree way of doing it, which I like. But I think you need to have a, quite a bit of money before it's a save off. Yeah. Uh, brokerages, uh, they also take a cut of your profits. Like if you uh, if you make money and you want to take that money out, they also take a cut of that. So that's one of the downsides of that. But like as a, uh, what what I think is a very safe option is to invest in a fund. Yeah. Invest in a fund yourself. Now see, fund is a combination of different companies. Uh, different stuff and that will just grow of course it's not a guarantee like uh, uh, you can invest in a fund that uh, contains all the biggest 500 companies around the world and then that might drop down still it's there's always a risk but that is the safest way to save your money I personally invest really high risk uh, <laughs> high risk stocks like penny stocks and stuff like that but that's just because I'm young and I, I can I can afford to lose that yeah. like you sell a house yeah over your head if it doesn't work out yeah I can take the biggest risk and I'll still be okay for some people that that's not an option but for me I can do that so I'm gonna do that till I can't anymore I lose big I win big just how it goes <laughs> But that's personally me. How about yourself, Ali? How, how do you, you, know, you invest? Um, I think it's a pretty boring way for me. I work and I let my I let my job put the money in my bank account, and that's it. I try to um, I try to put most of my um, my check or my yeah into like a savings account, and that basically stays untouched. And I leave a certain amount that allows me to get what I need, like my uh, car insurance, my um, gas, maybe a bit of spending money. And then that goes in my checking, so I have enough to get me through the pay cycle. Everything else is protected, and I can't touch the savings, you know what I mean? So just enough to what I need and protect everything else, and then my savings will grow, and then 
you know, to spend what I need and not unnecessarily, and that's just kind of how I save money. Um, and other ways, I leave my debit card at home. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's always a good option to make it harder for you to like spend the money you have. Yeah. Hi, Jin. Uh, could I get your thoughts on how you save your money? Or? I just saved my money in the bank account a couple months ago during a market crash. And I was going to put all my money into the market, but I couldn't find a best one because I didn't have the permission for my friends. So, and yeah, it was like a golden opportunity to make tons of money, and I missed it, and it drove me crazy, and I was depressed, I was angry. I was mm-hmm. However, the Where way. Where were you going to invest in? Invest in, I was going to invest in Apple and Tesla because they're all made down here now. They're still down. Yeah, they're still down, but they're going up. They're going up. Uh, Apple, not so much. Apple's still uh, going down. Tesla might increase a little bit, but... Okay, there's this uh, thing. The best uh, best time to get into it was yesterday. Uh, but it's a better option to do it now than later. Because That's true. It's always going to be yesterday. It's always going to be better before. But if you get into it, if you put your foot through the door, you can still make that money and you can still go for it. Like, sure, I could have invested at the perfect time. Life's not always like that. So you gotta go, you just gotta go for it. And if, if you invest wisely, you can always win. Uh, or just put it in a fund, as I said. That's, in my opinion, a better way to save money than to have it in a savings account. That's just personally me. Because uh, it's really safe, but uh, honestly, uh, if you uh, can beat inflation, that that's great. You don't need anything more. I mean, I think when you're trying to like yeah. invest in stocks, all you have to do is like, if you don't want any risk, just invest invest in like big companies. I think the most important thing to do is just uh, basically more you fuck around, more you find out. Like Mario said, like he's trying to invest in all these high risk stocks, which is which is um you know smart because you're learning from that right as well. And then in the future you might want to like shift where you focus because the money uh, means more to you. And yeah, I, don't know. I mean as long as you're learning, you know. You know yeah, like r- I do. I'd rather learn right now, like. I'm losing money, but I'm learning, like, why am I losing money? Why is this stock going down? Why are other stocks going up? So I'm learning uh, by losing this amount, and in the future, I won't lose as much. Because like, you learn from it. Exactly. So uh, from right now, this seems like a big, like a couple hundred dollars. It seems like really big to me. But in like five years or ten years, it'll be in the thousands. So... Um, just learning from the hundreds will save me thousands in the future. And there was this one study done uh, about stocks. There was the this guy who gathered up the best investors, best uh, people in the stock market. I got them to choose three stocks. And then he got uh, a monkey, blindfolded the monkey, and made it uh, shoot a dart. Uh, on a sheet of paper filled with stocks, and he bought the stocks that the monkey shot the, <laughs> the yeah. dart on. 
And believe it or not, the monkey made more money than the, all those brilliant investors. So it's not a, a science, but it's, it's a risk then knowing 100% your money's going to go down because of inflation. Yeah, I also heard another story like that where someone, like, they had their pet fish, right? And they had a tank aquarium, so they split the aquarium in half, you know, like, put a, like, a theoretical line down the center, right? And then on one half was one stock, and then on the other half of the aquarium was another stock. And then the time the fish spent uh, in the aquarium most of, they spent, like, most of the time on the left side and the right side of the aquarium, that'd be the stock it invested in. And then the fish actually started making money. So. Okay. All the things just go market is unpredictable. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's basically the main that's idea. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on the stock market, Ali? I don't have that much experience with it, but um, you know, based on the stories that we've talked about today, I would say there's a lot of uh, aspects that are unpredictable. Uh, I don't think it's all about you know algorithms and learning it. I'm sure that's like a huge part, but I think a lot of it is just like guess and see um i think some things like the monkey and the fish they there was no algorithm there it was just it was a random go for it and some things worked out and some things don't so i think it's kind of a risk you have to be willing to take but obviously i think there's some skill that can be developed with that market to change your outcome and i think this is also a perfect analogy for life mm -hmm. like uh as hudson was saying when cole was saying like some businesses might not work out and stuff like that, but you just, if you believe in something, you just gotta go for it, mm -hmm. you know? And sometimes you'll succeed in that, sometimes you won't. Mm -hmm. yeah. But in stocks, there are, there are some things called uh, patterns, that, that if you see a pattern, most often than not, you can predict what the pattern will mm -hmm. do. But that is also very unpredictable as well. But I also do have uh, another question. Uh, saving money is great, but how can we start to uh, actually build wealth? And what do you consider as actual wealth? Like, how much money would you guys need to feel like accomplished and wealthy? If your mom is not being in a car accident and she needs a lot of money for hospital, and if she can pay for it, then you're wealthy. Perfect. I completely agree with that. Yeah, that's that's the that's the thing where I call it comfortable because you can actually offer money for your family and provide for your family. Because if you like the money and you can pay for your mom's hospital fee, then you have to borrow the money from the bank and it will eventually out of debt. So I think being wealthy is the point man where you're free from money basically. Mm -hmm. Basically, you can spend your money on your family and do anything whatever you want. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I completely agree. I think um, personally, if I had a house that I was happy with everything in it. I could, you know, provide for my family. Um, I could put my kids in all these kinds of sports um, in the school that they wanted. Um, help with like their future education from like university, college, whatever. I think if I had all those kind of basic necessities of life that I could for sure 100% take care of. And then if I also had things to do, things that would make me and my family really happy, like go on vacation, pay like help my family with say what has been said like you know medical bills um if something happens on a rainy day everything goes down do i have do i have money do i have savings for a rainy day you know like can i do things that will make me happy can i travel can i do all these extra things besides the basics if i want to buy something can i buy it if i can then i consider that wealthy i'm happy i don't need a billion dollar mansion but i would like to do things that i want to do in life and 
have the assets to do that. How about you, Paul? Yeah, like um, obviously, as I said before, you know, financial freedom is pretty much the ultimate goal for most people because it's a tool you can use to, you know, achieve certain other aspects of, of life. But um, in my opinion, like, if I had enough money where I could do whatever I wanted to, like, obviously within a certain degree, you know, I'm obviously not going to go and buy a Lambo every day, but if I had enough money where I could do uh, things that where I was content, you know, and I was happy, that's, that's, uh, that's my goal for me. Mm-hmm. My goal is, like, what I consider like wealthy is buy something without looking at it. I think that that is wealth to me is uh, buy something, like, without giving me a second thought. Like, mm-hmm. or to cover my mom's medical bills without giving it a second thought. Like, she she needs it. I'm going to give it to her. It, it wouldn't, it won't affect me. I think that's the ultimate goal I'm trying to reach as well. And I think one of uh, we've talked about many great ideas here, how we can uh, build that wealth and how we can save that wealth. And I, I, I'd like to thank all of you for joining me in this podcast. It was wonderful talking to all of you. Thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. For sure. Thank you so much for having us. We really enjoyed it. Right, thank you. Unfortunately, Hudson had to leave early, so yeah. we finished it off without him. But he was a great addition to our podcast, and uh, yeah. I, I want to give him my thanks as well. Alrighty. Thank you, guys. Thanks.